uh, and I'm not saying stick to generalities. I'm, I'm saying if you get on, a great example of the man who always, who always uh, uses this to greatest advantage is Khrushchev. Have you ever read Khrushchev's speeches? You ever read Khrushchev's speeches? Uh, and, and nobody seems to comment on some of the things he says. For example, the other day, Khrushchev gave a speech that was carried all over the world. And it was a speech, uh, Dateline Moscow, of course, and I have a copy of it. It was, it was uh, transmitted all over the world, and it came on the news wires, and it was uh, on television, radio, and the whole business. It was shot at the U.N. and everything else. And he was talking about what he called atom maniacs, a very, very interesting speech. He went on, and he was talking about the business of knocking out testing in, in A-bombs and nuclear bombs and so on. And, and here's, here's a direct quote from, from Khrushchev. He says, he himself, said Khrushchev, I do not believe in God, but those who do, obviously meaning President Kennedy, have the moral duty not to build nuclear weapons. Now, how do you like that? Isn't that isn't an interesting piece of sophistry? What he is, in a sense, saying, if you keep on testing, is what he's really saying is that I am an immoral person. Therefore, whatever I do is moral. What you guys do is immoral because you have morals. <laughs> and if you keep testing, you're going to burn in hell because you are religious people. But if I keep testing, I won't because I don't believe in hell. <laughs> Boy, oh boy! You know, and, and this this is so true. Uh, the the uh, the the righteous. You know, speaking of the righteous, uh, this is of course this is a superb righteousness where where a man creates his own morals as he goes. Whatever it is assumed automatically that whatever Khrushchev does is moral by all the people who listen to him. Uh, this is this uh, this is uh, one of the new developments of our time too. Is the assumption of morality on the part of many people here? Uh, Speaking of scary little things in the wind, do we have, uh, no, no, hold that up for a minute. Hold that up for a minute. I think it, uh, there, there are a lot of, of scary little things in the wind. And uh, I, I got a match cover the other day. As an old collector of match covers, you know, I had over 17,000 mask covers once hidden under our basement steps when I was a kid. I had gunny sacks full of them. After a while, you don't know what to do with match covers. You know, that, that's a very static hobby. And uh, yet it's a good hobby in the sense because it gives you a, a semi-legitimate reason for grubbling in the, in the gutter. And I used to do a lot of grubbling in the gutter for match covers, and I finally got about 17,000 of these things. And I'm an old aficionado of match covers, but please don't send me any. I don't want any. Probably the greatest match cover I ever received, however, was one from an organization in Canada. And I keep this one. I keep it in my wallet. I never know when I might need moral backing. You know, I might need, uh, oh, once in a while when a guy, a little emergency, you have to look up at a sign that says think. And it tells you, you know, bolsters <laughs> a lot of things within you. But uh, this match cover was an organization, and is a, it's a store. It is, really. It's a, it's a, it's a religious store, was, was what it really is, up in Quebec City, Canada. And there's a picture of their place on the cover, the match cover. And it says drop in any time when you're driving along uh, Canadian Highway number 14, 6SJ7 on your way to Quebec City. And there's a picture of their place. And it says, be sure to drop by and see our wonderful collection and make sure that you purchase gift. It's very excellent for gift purchasing. And the name of the place is Christorama. Well, I kind of like that. So I, I keep... And under, underneath it, of course, it says, close cover before striking. I, 
never know what's going to happen, you know, like lightning bolts or things of that nature, or male fists out of the sky, you know, light that kind of a match. But uh, speaking of male fists, this is WOR, AM with FM, New York. And one other great, uh, I think, uh, just, just absolutely a superlative match cover, is a match cover. Did you know that Army Post now are turning out match covers, Ed? Advertising their post. Now, as a matter of fact, when I was at Camp Crowder, they tried to keep it a secret. Uh, that camp, what was going on there, a lot of stuff they didn't want to have talked much about. You know, but now it can come out about that salt pork, boy. Uh, you know, you talk about SOS. Let me tell you about six straight weeks on fatback. You know what hog fatback is? Six straight weeks on it. You spoon it up like ice cream, old ice cream. Oy, 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 for breakfast, fatback. <laughs> Of course, you guys, you New Yorkers don't know what fatback is. Fatback is what it sounds like, the fatty backside of a pig. Yeah. And you just sort of, you know, you shovel it up. and It's it's it's, uh, it's not greasy. It is grease. It's very different. You see, you don't want to hear about that. That's another story. Of course, they had the decency to serve it with ketchup, which made it a little bit better. But this this great match cover that I have it shows a soldier he's running you see very you know have you noticed that they're tying in being in the army now with athletic teams like it's fun you know there's a there's a TV commercial that comes on it says join the team and you see guys playing basketball you see guys scoring shots from way out you see a guy hitting a long drive from home plate you see somebody plunging over and then you see suddenly 19 guys jumping out of a jeep carrying bayonets it says yes the fun guy get in there the momentum action guys that really want to run and jump take me out to the ball game oh yeah it's a big fun game all right well, the uh, sure is athletic crowd. Well, well, on the subject of uh, of match covers, is a match cover. Just told you he's looking very dynamic. He's stepping. It looks like uh, on the cover he's stepping on somebody's face. Obviously, the enemy. High cheekbones. The you know the funny look on the face that foreigners have. And and he's he's running along there and he's got his bayonet ready. It looks like he's got a either it's a bar or a bayonet. It looks like bar. It's a very bad reproduction. He's carrying it there. He's running and. In, in, in nice red letters, sort of, you know, like the Americana sells itself like the home of the Imperial Room, where the food is great. Well, their match cover says, the home of the ultimate weapon. Yes, the home of the ultimate weapon. We have 400 rooms and running water and free TV. And uh, while on the subject of uh, running water, we have with us tonight the limelight. And uh, I would like to respectfully suggest the limelight makes it, the scene. And uh, if you're a scene maker and you haven't made... (laughs) No, I'll tell you, a scene maker doesn't go very well at the limelight. Go across the street. There's about three joints across the street that are especially designed for scene makers. Now, the limelight is a very peculiar, difficult to describe place. Like they got moose heads on the wall. And even some moose heads are sitting there drinking Irish coffee, which adds a little bit to it, too. And it's, just, it's a place. I, 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 I seriously spent the first five years of my life in New York in the limelight. And uh, I don't go to the limelight much until it's after midnight. And if you would like a place to go before the theater or after the theater, it really starts making it about midnight. The limelight is on Sheridan Square in the village. They have food. It's not a restaurant, though. It's not a bar, but they have uh, things, you know, little drinkies. Uh, it's just a place where you can really sit. Just sit. And once in a while, a uh, guy will pick up a banjo and hit somebody else with it. 
And it's great, you know, it's the limelight. And they have a magnificent buffet on Sunday, just magnificent, a village-type buffet. It, it make you sweat. It's uh, at 91 7th Avenue South, Sheridan Square, the limelight, all right? And speaking of the village, we have also with us the paper book gallery, and this is their last week with their insane record collection. Uh, we... <laughs> That's nutty. 44 cents a piece for ordinary people. <laughs> their records. And these are big, you know, they're big LPs. They're round. And they're, they're uh, they got a hole in the middle. And they come in a cardboard thing that you can carry it with. And it, it, just like a real record, you know. You would never know these from real records. And they've got labels and everything on them. And you can go down and look at these. And they're 44 cents each. They're stereo and they're monorail. And they play, you know. That's what amazes you. Roller skating records and guys cracking bones. There's one great record of a guy uh, of a guy snapping his gum with the U.S. military installation band. It's a wonderful record. They do Semper Fidelis and on the mall, and it's in stereo. And you could call snap along with the Marine band. You can do it with your own gum. It's very good. They have a little notes where you do it. And uh, these are all records, 44 cents a piece. And if you're a listener, two for 44. It's oh sick, and six for one dollar. But get down there fast because there aren't more than 13,000 left. Uh, 399 6th Avenue.